Welcome to Becoming a Sleep Consultant. I'm your host, Jane Havens, a certified sleep consultant and founder of both Snooze Fest by Jane Havens and Center for Pediatric Sleep Management. On this podcast, I'll be discussing the business side of sleep consulting. You'll have an insider's view on launching, growing, and even scaling a sleep consulting business. This is not a podcast about sleep training. This is a podcast about business building and entrepreneurship. Allison Henderson is an international business coach and social media specialist for ambitious coaches and sleep consultants who are looking to grow their online businesses through social media. Allison's background is in event and radio sales, and she has worked with top brands across the country. In the past four years, she has worked with over 200 sleep consultants and female coaches in a variety of industries, teaching them how to make money and get clear on their sales and marketing strategy. Allison has a unique way of looking at business through spirituality, growth and mindset practices, and energetics, which has helped her grow her business with flow and trust. She is the founder of Social Media Sales Blueprint and Social Selling 101, her signature business coaching programs. Her programs have helped coaches triple their income, close over a dozen clients in one month, and replace their corporate income. Allison, welcome to the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. I'm so excited to have you today. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Jane, for having me. I think this is maybe our third time, really probably second time actually interviewing you, but then I used a third interview from something else. So this is your third time Ah, on the podcast, I think. Well, yeah, you've been in my world for at least a couple years now. And um, yeah, so thank you for just being a part of my my life. uh, And yeah, so thank you. And I know there's a lot of uh, people that I've coached that are probably listening to this too. So um, yeah. Familiar voice, right? It's a familiar, it's a familiar voice on the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. Um, I wanted to bring you on today to paint a picture of what it looks like for a sleep consultant to use social media, specifically Instagram to grow their business, which is totally your jam. And that's why we're talking. Uh, I think that for some people, this can feel really overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be right. Absolutely not. Like social media, let's be real. All your ideal clients are consuming social media every single day. We can't ignore that. Like a lot of people, when you were first wake up in the morning, you're checking your socials, right? And we come on here to learn. We come on here to see like what's really going on in the world. And when you're struggling, guess what? You're coming on social media to find your answers, right? You're find, find your people. Um, so social media has been the easiest and fastest way for people to grow their online businesses. It's just a matter of like learning how to do it. That's really in my mind. I'm like, it's just sitting down and saying, okay, I'm ready today. What's, what's my first step in all of this? I think that the biggest fear that I hear most often when faced with the idea of growing a business on social media is that they're going to have to like build this big audience. Can you speak to that? Like, do you really need, I mean, I don't have a huge audience, so I don't know. I don't think that you need that. No. And I think that is one of the biggest misconceptions is like, oh, I need to spend all these months trying to build up my audience and then I can sell or something. Right. But that's not true at all. If anything, it comes down to the right audience. Like you can have, say, 500 or, you know, 5,000 people 
And that, to me, like anything like really under uh, uh, 10,000 people, let's be real, is like a smaller audience. OK, like when I think of like Instagram and that sort of stuff. And yeah, you don't need to have this mega huge audience to build the business that you want to build. Um, like I said, it comes down to having the right audience and speaking to the right people. Yeah, I remember when I was first starting my business as a sleep consultant, um, I actually did use Instagram to grow my business at first. I don't really use it so much anymore, but I did. And I started with just a network. The only people that were following me were my own friends, my own family members. And then it was sort of like friends of friends. And I was able to build a pretty substantial business early on just from like, a very small network. I probably had like three, 400 followers for like a long time. You know, yeah. it wasn't like I it wasn't like I just started my sleep consulting business and had 5,000 or six. I think I just hit 6,000, which I know is still considered small, but yeah, you know, I'm at the same range as you are around that 6,000 mark. And I might grow like a thousand a year. It's like nothing crazy to very be quite small. honest. Yeah. It's very not, small. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it's the right people because if I think back to like who my very first clients were when I launched uh, Snooze Fest, my first clients were all largely friends of friends. They were people that I didn't know personally, but I was sort of like one or two steps removed from them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it would be like my old college roommates, best friend from high school <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I think that is one of the things like use your current network first then see from there, okay, who do you know that is also struggling with this? Like I, I tell my clients all the time, like use your, use your current network and ask for referrals, ask for, do you know anybody that's struggling with this right now? And it might not be them. Like it could, maybe it's not the college roommate, but it could be the college roommate's friend, of friend, a friend or whatever. Yeah. Right. And over time, like it, word of mouth is the best form of advertising. Right. Like, so the more clients that you get, get success with, the more that they're just going to be shouting from the rooftops that they need to be hiring you, right? And they're going to be sharing more of your content and tagging you in more posts. Um, except social media is a great way to have like your past clients or friends and family to be sharing more about who you are and what you're all about. Yeah, when I actually you sort of hit the nail on the head, if I'm thinking back to when I first started my business, you know, I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast, they're either thinking about becoming a sleep consultant, or maybe they're brand new sleep consultants. And they're trying to figure out like, okay, I'm listening to this Allison Henderson and Jane Havens talk about how to find clients on Instagram. If I think back to what my strategy was in the very, very beginning, my strategy was just to keep my friends and family interested and engaged in what I was up to. It was just a way to remind them regularly that I existed, right? Because mm -hmm. if I could share interesting and valuable and maybe funny and cute content on Instagram, they would watch it and then they would remember, oh, Jane has this business. And then maybe they would be at lunch with a friend and their friend is talking about how they don't sleep because their eight month old is up all night. And they're like, oh, I keep seeing my old friend from college on Instagram is she started a sleep consulting business. And then next thing you know, I have a referral. So that was my that was my approach in the beginning it was literally just trying to keep my own, my own circle in the loop with what I was doing professionally. Absolutely. And I think we've talked about this before, too, is like leading with passion and excitement, right? Just sharing like I have this brand new business. And I'm so excited to help new moms get their babies sleeping through the night. Like, wow, like, I'm just so excited for this. And like, that in itself, when like you come from that place of like, I'm here to help, I'm here to give, and I'm just so excited to have this business and excited to help you, that can easily get you clients too. Yeah. So beyond sharing 
on social media, which is what I did in the beginning. I just shared a lot about yeah. what I was up to. I was, as I was like growing my business from infancy, you know, we're going to use the baby metaphor yeah. all the way through, right. The toddler and preschooler years. Um, I always, and I tell this to um, my center for pediatric sleep management students and grads, I always sort of took the approach that you use social media the way it was intended to be used, which ah. is, it is a social network, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're going to use Instagram or Facebook to grow your business, you should use Instagram and Facebook the way that they were intended to be used, which is to make connections, right? So it's not necessarily to like sell, 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 but it's like to talk to people that you are connected with online that perhaps would be a little bit more challenging to communicate with if you were just like trying to communicate with them in real life. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's like the, it, if I can tell somebody right now, like, how are you going to build your business this year? It's going to be please just make connections, talk to people, right? Who's going to be buying your programs? Who has this money? It's people. So sometimes you need to kind of get over this fear of people, right? And it's, yeah, you, and it, it literally, for me, I teach a really like genuine, simple approach to just starting conversations. And so what is that? Like, yeah. What does that look like? Yeah, sure. So um, it could be like, you know, you go on a story today and you're like, okay, I'm so excited to share. Maybe it's like a little mini training or something that you did, right? Like I'm going to do a little mini training on what is a sleep regression and why, why are you going through this right now? And here's like a simple thing that maybe can help you today. Right. And at the end of that, you can say, if you're really struggling with this, like here's a poll right here, like click. Yes. I'm happy to help you in a DM, you know, in a DM conversation. Right. Um, I'm happy to privately message you and learn more about your situation and see how I can help you today. Then from there, if they click yes on that poll, you're going to slide into their DMs, right? Slide right down in and to say, Hey, I saw that you said yes on my poll. I'd love to be able to help you through this. Like, tell me a little bit more about what's going on. Right. So that person is obviously saying, yes, I need help. I am struggling with this. Right. However, some people aren't going to be actively clicking the polls, but they might be viewing your stories. Like, I think Instagram stories is is probably the easiest way to see who's really paying attention to you, um, just because you can actually see the, the people's names that pop up like, oh, they watch my stories every single day. And this is why it is important to stay consistent with your stories and with your content. It's because you want to see who is paying attention to you. OK, and it could be still friends and family, especially at the beginning. Like, that's totally fine. So when you are posting and like you have these people pop up, I mean, that's when it's okay to say, hey, thank you so much for watching my stories today. Um, you don't even have to acknowledge that maybe they didn't actually click a poll or do anything. It could have just been like you create, uh, you you uh, posted a funny mom reel about how exhausted somebody was or something like that. And it could just be like, hey, I see that you watch my stories every day. I'd love to just learn more about you. Like, is there anything that you feel like you're struggling with right now? I'd love to create specific content for you lead with value, be a resource for them, help somebody like that's the thing. Like they're coming on your, your profile, consuming your content because a lot of times they need help with something, but sometimes it's not so obvious. They're not screaming from the rooftops that they need help with this. And with a lot of what you do, right? right? Like they need help with naps they need help with, um, getting their baby to sleep. They're not, you know, they don't want to have early morning wake ups. There's a lot of simple things that you know your audience is struggling with. So of course, talk about that in your content, but really like sit there and ask somebody like, Hey, you just started following me, right? Thank you so much for the follow. Like, I'd love to be able to help you through your motherhood journey. Like, what do you feel like you're struggling with right now? I'd love to be, be able to create some content for you. So when I come from a place of that, like e easily I'm asking a question, right? Like, they're going to reply back. If I'm just like, let me know if you want more information, 
they're not likely going to say, yes, I would like more information. Sometimes that does happen, right? But like, I don't use let me know a lot at all. I should say at all. I don't use let me know a lot in in my um in my DM conversations or even with my conversations with my clients, like in a Voxer message. I'm like, tell me more about what's going on. Like, actually explain to me like oh, like I'd like to, I'd like to explore more into to the situation right tell me more about what's going on so when we ask questions or when we ask those sort of open ended like you need to reply back to me they're going to reply back to you right and so anyway like my my conversations with people is just we want to ask really good powerful questions if you can right and, and we so just need are... to start the conversation right like oh, that you know, <laughs> that too here, right here we are here we are like you're giving all of this value of like what to actually say in the conversation mm-hmm. which is like hugely valuable and like yeah. bonus material as far as i'm concerned yeah. but like you know how about the fact that like a lot of people are just scared to just introduce themselves and and say hi you know like it actually happened to me the other day Mm -hmm. um just on a whim I was feeling you know what I probably had gotten off a conversation with you if I had to guess I was probably feeling like in this work my Instagram type of mood and I got a new follower and it was a mom and her profile picture was a mom and a picture she had her little baby on her hip and mm-hmm. so she followed me and I was like, you know what, I'm going to follow her back and I'm going to send her a message. And so I followed her back and I sent her a message and I said like, Hey, thanks so much for the follow. I see that you have a little baby in your mm-hmm. profile picture. Are you by any chance struggling with her sleep? Yeah. And she was like, yeah. And she was like, so simple. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duh. Right. And, yeah. and she was, and, and, you know, it's funny because I haven't done stuff like that in a long time because, you know, my business at this point is pretty well established. Most of my clients come to me by way of word of mouth. I'm not actively sort of like working Instagram that yeah. way anymore, but I just mm-hmm. was in a mood and I did. And like, next thing you know, she's on a discovery call and she mm-hmm. actually is a paying client. I actually had my kickoff call with her today. So, so like that, that is a real thing. Like that mm-hmm. works. You, ju- you have to talk to people mm-hmm. in order to show your value. But like, mm-hmm. sometimes I think it's just the first step of yeah. making that introduction. Absolutely. I love how you said that, like how simple it was just like, like what's what's going on? Like, are you struggling? Are you struggling? Like, I think this is what we need to remember is like they're following you. It's like almost like they're hitting that subscribe button, right? Like they want totally. to hear from you. They're coming they're, into your kitchen. <laughs> yeah, they they are they're following you for a reason. So I know it's like sometimes a little bit like, oh, I don't I don't want to annoy them. Like if I send them a DM, it's like, no, they want to hear from you. Like they want to hear from you. So I love that how easy that was. Oh my God, isn't that amazing? Like you just asked a question, they said, Yes, I'm struggling, and bam, on a discovery call. Yeah. I was I was sitting uh with my husband when I did it and I was like, I never do this. <laughs> I should then, do this more yeah, often. And, and, like, it worked. And then I was like, oh, maybe I should do this. Yeah. <laughs> it actually worked. It's it's sometimes it's that easy. Um, can you break down sort of maybe your top three best practices for landing clients on Instagram? Yeah, absolutely. So the first one, and we kind of already discussed this, is like make connections, actively build, like start to build your following a bit, like, and then see who is following you back. And then once again, start that conversation. How, you know, how are things going? Like create, create, and this is maybe number two, create content that is actually relevant for this mom who is struggling right now. We kind of have to think of our content almost as like, like 
if we can really lay out all the problems this mom is having right now, how can I help her through this, right? So relevant content that's really going to connect emotionally with this mom. Like you want her to consume more and more and more of your content. If we're just kind of creating content that's a little fluffy, which there is a time and a place for like funny reels and funny videos and that sort of stuff. But like, if that's all you're posting, a lot of times they're going to be like, what is she actually selling? Right? What is she actually, what does she actually do? Um, so why are they following you? They're following you because they want more information. They're looking for some education. They want to solve a problem that's happening in their everyday world. So what kind of, if you can really think of like, what are the thoughts that this ideal client is having of yours right now? This mom who's struggling right now, what are her thoughts? But also what is she like afraid to say out loud? Right. Like what are what's like really like what's really going on in her day to day world? OK, so everybody's going to have a little bit of like what I could what consider an ideal client. But like if she's a working mom, OK, might be a little bit different from like a stay at home mom, but create content specifically for her. OK, and that's so that's number two. And number three, highly suggest um, to sell. Right. Like we can't forget that like we have a business and that, yeah, we just need to share about what we offer and what what that transformation is that we're going to be putting them through. Um, and when I say that, it's more like, what is this big problem that they have? And what like what exactly are you going to help them achieve? Right. That's the stuff I want you talking to them about. So who, who are you helping? What can you really help them achieve? Like what are those big outcomes that they're going to get when they're working with you? So I think a lot of times the big thing is like, you know, we talk about the number of calls or the the type of support they're going to get. And don't get me wrong. Like that is important to talk to them about, but that's not really the reason that they're buying you. They're buying you because they know that you are going to help them solve a big problem that's happening in their everyday life right now. And they don't want to feel that way anymore. Right. So they're hiring because they, they really, they need, Need, they need assistance. They need help. And when they can really understand, and you can do this through your content, when they can really understand that you get them, you understand what they're going through, they're going to take that action on the next step, which is to book that free consult, right? To book to book that discovery call with you. And so, yeah, it's talking to people. Number one, talk to people. The more people that you talk to, the more money you will naturally make, Okay. Number two, create relevant, specific content for this ideal client that you have, right? And number three, just don't forget to talk about your offers. Talk about what you sell. You don't want to ever make somebody wonder what you sell or get super curious, right? Like, oh, I wonder, like, I really wonder what you sell. Just straight up say, this is what I sell. Like, I don't want people to tiptoe around that because the more clear you are about what you sell, the easier it's going to be for somebody to say, oh, I'm going to take an action on this and I'm going to actually book a discovery call now. Yeah. And I think to be clear, you know, we're not selling, you touched on this. We're not selling yeah. the phone call, the sleep plan, the this. We're selling like a full night of sleep, yeah. a rested child, a happy family, right? Like that's what we're that's what we're selling. Yeah, absolutely. Like really get if you can get down to what does this mom really desire? Like she wants she wants to have more me time. Like she wants to be able to like put her baby to bed and not have that struggle anymore, right? And I just think so many times, like, we're just not always touching on that because maybe it's too cliche, like, oh, bath time for your, by yourself or reading a book or watching Netflix with your husband. I'm like, but that's what they want. Let's be real. A mom just like wants to be able to relax sometimes for like a couple hours before she goes to bed. Like, and that's okay to just admit that. And so I know it's like I said, sometimes it might sound a little cliche to say you want to watch Netflix and just relax. Well, <laughs> that's what she, that's what she's really desiring right now. Um, And so, yeah, like, when you really are thinking about your content, like it's okay. It's okay to just say something that's like, what is some a thought that she has or what is she kind of afraid to say out loud and talk about that? 
let's speaking of content, let's move on to reels. Oh, I yeah. personally, I personally find reels to be really overwhelming. I went through like a small phase, I think when reels were new, where I dabbled in reels, but it would take me like two hours to make a 30 second reel. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. This is not for me. Can you sort of break down maybe a more manageable way to use reels in your sleep consulting business that's not creating this like necessarily like viral content, right? Like it's, it's more than that. I know it is, but like, maybe you can help break us, break it down. Like what can sleep consultants do on reels that feels less insane than what I was trying to do when reels first came out? Yeah. Well, there's definitely an aspect of like talking, like, you know, doing like they're 90 seconds. The longest ones are right. So like you can do like a 30, 30, 60, 90 second reel where you're actually educating them on something that you feel really comfortable talking about that is something that you feel really uh, confident talking about. And what what I would suggest is to really just prepare and write it out, write out. What are you going to say? And practice saying that. And you can have like your phone, like in front of your computer and kind of read off of it. Like, I don't want you to feel like you can't like like have cheat, like your cheat sheet. Cause you can. So that's my biggest thing is like, just prepare as much as you can. So you're not having to re-record it like a hundred times to get it right. Like in quotes, get it right. Um, because yeah, that takes way too long. Right. So that's so what you don't I mean. need to like dance to some song oh. and like have all that well, stuff. Well, that's a whole nut. Like that is a strategy too. Right. Cause there's viral like audios right now that you can like sit there and go, okay, this is a, tr- or, I'm sorry. It's trending, trending audios. Right. Yeah, you can. And they're like um, between seven to nine seconds is kind of like the sweet spot right now with Instagram reels. And yeah, like that that's a short a short form piece of content that people can see. Um, maybe it's just like a, a headline. So I call that a, a you want it to have I call it a scroll stopping headline. Like what is something that's going to say, ah, oh, that's what I'm experiencing right now. That's something that's happening in my life right now. And you can do some pointing and dancing if you really want to. If that's a part of your personality go for it. Like, but if you're not somebody that that's like, that comes naturally to you, trust me when I say you do not have to do it. You can like have reels where you're like sitting at your desk, playing with your dogs, playing with your baby. Imagine that playing with your kids. Like, like what are, what are you just doing like habitually every single day? And all you're really doing is throwing some audio on it and like putting a caption on it. So like, I don't want people to feel like, oh, I have to like, technically crave out like a mass amount of time for these reels. You don't like if you are a stay at home mom and you're running this business or want to run this business and you're just like really playing with your kids today, or you have a newborn at home and yeah, just take a video of you and your newborn, like, you know, just loving on your baby and put some audio over it and put a caption on it. Like, I mean, honestly, that's kind of how I feel is it's like sometimes we're making it out to be so much harder than it has to be when like really in your everyday life. And this could be like your husband, too. He gets home from work and you're like, hey, take a quick little video of me just like holding the baby. <laughs> like, OK, like imagine like seven to nine seconds or whatever, how long that audio is. And it's just like that was something really simple. Um, You could have these things I call them theme days where it's like every Monday, if you know that, you know, you don't you don't have any distractions at home. Like you can say from, you know, 7am to 9am, I'm just getting all of my content done for the week. Like I'm going to record the reels. I'm going to, you know, just get everything ready to go. So you don't have to worry about posting every day or um, just kind of having that nervous feeling of like, what am I going to post today? It's like, just spend one afternoon or one morning, just kind of just getting it all done. And when you're in that energy of creating content, I get way more content done. But when I'm like, like, oh, crap, I only have 15 minutes, you know, during bath time to get this done. Like, oh, I kind of have some anxiety about that. But like, 
Yeah, it would just kind of, if you if you are somebody that needs to have that organization, carve out a, just a block of time and try to get as much done as you can. Would you say that those sort of, sort of like seven to nine second short reels with the sort of trending audio yeah. are more designed to increase your following in an ideal world? Whereas like the first type of reel that you were talking about where you just like sit down and teach something in 90 seconds, that's more like value for your existing audience. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, 100%. Like the, the little ones, yes, can get people to your page, but we still have to claim and like own our, our authority. Like we are a leader at what we do. And those like quick little like dancing reels, I'm going to be honest, like we can't just do those and have people hire you. Like they need Unless, to know right. that. It, they, right. yeah. Like if you're just doing that, then people are just watching you because they think you're entertaining. They're not, they're not seeing yeah. you as somebody that's worthy of working with. Right. Yeah. So like, there's definitely some like fine lines between like, called like infotainment, right? Like you want to <laughs> be somewhat entertaining and still at, like educating them on something or giving some sort of value, like whatever that is. Um, but you want them to keep coming back to your page, right? So you have to, like I said, create that relevant content that's going to be like, I can't wait to consume more of like, she's really like, she's nailing it on the head. Like I always learn something from her, whether that be about, you know, a sleep consulting tip or like, hey, mom, this is like a mom hack that I've learned. And I just want to share this with you, right? Like it can be so much more than like the education that you already have, but you want them to keep coming back because of who you are and what you're all about. Like at the end of the day, they're buying you. They're not always right. just buying the education that you're teaching, but it's like how you teach it, how you talk, like your beliefs and like just your way of life, right? Like they, like that is, that to me is super magnetic of just like how that person lives her life. Just I, I I don't know. I love I love hiring coaches just because of who they are, not just because of the information that she's always teaching me or whatever. What do you say to the person that says, you know, I don't like to put myself out there or I feel awkward on video, right? I'm sure people are listening to this cringing inside, thinking that they have to like make a reel, right? And which by the way, I should say that like you don't. There are plenty of people who are sleep consultants who do not use social media to grow their businesses. We have podcast episodes about that. But for the sake of this conversation where we're talking about using Instagram to grow your business, what do you say to the person that says, I don't like to put myself out there or I feel awkward you know, yeah. making this type of content with my face and my voice? What do you say to that? Yeah. Well, let's be real. It is uncomfortable at first. At first. Okay. It's a slow build of confidence that you're going to naturally get. The biggest thing is just be prepared. And like, that's what I was saying earlier. Like if you got to have like a little cheat sheet, like, what do I really want to say? Practicing it. And if you are somebody that like feels like, oh, my hair needs to look a certain way, or I need to be dressing a certain way at the beginning of your business, it's totally fine to show up as your most confident self. So does that person wear a nice outfit? Does she do her makeup? Does she do her hair? Or you could be like us right now where we're just like in t-shirts and sweatshirts. And like, I did totally. do my hair today, but I have no makeup on. I got no, I got nothing, right? So it's just one of those things of like, over time you will build the confidence. And, but it's, it's just small baby steps, right? And like I said, I, I, some people do have like a real fear of like putting their face on social media. Like there's definitely other ways, but like they need to know your face. They do need to know who you are, who's behind the business. Um, and like I said, I, there's other types of reels and like you can do your research too. like, look at reels, like actually see like people are giving a lot of great information 
with like, you know, maybe utilizing a lake or uh, their backyard forest or whatever that they have. And they're throwing some music on it. And, you know, so there's other things that you can do. It doesn't always have to be your face in every single video or every single reel. But like over time, they are going to want to see who you are and what you're all about. And um, so we can't really ignore that. Um, so your face is your logo. I always try to tell, I'm like, they want, I want your cute face popping up all the time. I want people to remember you. It's one thing they know that you exist, but then they need to remember that you exist. So that's why showing up consistently and them seeing your face is really important. And I think that for those who are scared of putting themselves out there, like we're all scared, yeah. right? Like we're all scared. Every single one of us, nobody believes me when I say that I'm scared but I promise you that I am. I do scary things all the time. And and what Allison said earlier is so true that it does get easier. It gets less scary the more you do it, right? Whenever I do something new, it feels scary. But then once you do it once, it's not as new as it was before. And then you do it again and again and again. And then all of a sudden, it's not so scary anymore. I actually was just having a conversation with one of my clients in Voxer and um, of course, I, you know, and when you work with me, like I challenge you, I'm like, you got to do some of this, the stuff of where you're showing your face and, you know, talking to the videos and all stuff. And she was like, oh, I'm so happy you did that. She ended up getting a client off of one of her videos. And um, she was just like, I didn't really realize that my clients really need me. Like, you know, like these people, when, when the more clients that you have, it's just like, wow, there's so many people out there that really need your services and what you offer. And it's just one of those things until you start getting those clients. It is kind of hard to see that. But like, trust me when I say like people need you now more than ever. And so you hiding behind the camera is not doing anybody like anybody. Uh, uh, you know, what do you call it? Like a, it's doing you're doing them a disservice. Right. And even like you not selling is a disservice. And so kind of like getting over like and you could just maybe ask yourself some questions like what's really the big fear of me showing my face? What's the big fear of me selling? Like, what's really going to happen? Like, what is? What is the worst case scenario? And I always like to remind people, like, a lot of the the fears, right, is, like, it's usually, like, a, some family members or, like, people that are closest to them. Like, what are they going to think of me when I decide to do this? Trust me when I say it's not easy at the beginning because, yes, you do have friends and family that are watching. But once again, like, tap into, like, the big picture here of, like, there's moms out there right now that really need me. My friends and family are great and I want them to share my content. And I want them to love what I do. But like sometimes I just have to look at the big picture of like they might not they might never buy and I'm not creating content for them. I think that the biggest fear and and the one that you touched on, I think, is significant. But perhaps the biggest fear is just the fear of somebody saying no to you or, or oh, the yeah. fear of failure. Right. Like people, I think, don't put themselves out there, whether it be on social media or anywhere else, because they're afraid that if they do put themselves out there and they don't get the feedback that they're looking for, which eventually, you know, is ultimately like the paying client, right? If they don't get that, then it feels like rejection, right? And that feels, I think that can feel really hard. But what I always tell people is like, by you not putting yourself out there, you're sort of rejecting yourself, right? So like, oh, you're getting yeah. rejected before... You're, you're, you rejected yourself so that nobody else could reject you, right? Which is a really silly thing if you break it down, right? You're not yeah. even giving people a chance. Yeah. Wow. I got goosebumps by you saying that. God, that's so true. Like your self-judgment is what's really stopping you. So sometimes, yeah, it's, it is the fear of other people, but it's also how, how you see yourself, right? So yeah, yeah there's definitely some unpacked, um, like serious, like mindset unpacking there that some people need to do of like, 
really, what am I so afraid of? Yeah, I think to some degree, the internet can be a scary place, right? Instagram is overwhelming <laughs> yeah. for, for a lot of reasons. Um, Instagram can be really overwhelming. And so can Facebook, TikTok, whatever, you know, it's all it's all overwhelming. Um, I see it as a really amazing tool. For me, social media allows me to connect with people that I wouldn't have the opportunity to connect with in real life. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at it. And Yes, that means I need to put my face on screen. It means I need to use my voice, use my face, use my, you know, that means that I need to show up. But if you're not showing up on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, then you need to show up somewhere else, right? So I just like to show up where where the people are. And, um, you know, for me, it's less about Instagram. I tend to show up on Facebook a little bit more, but it doesn't matter really where you show up. You just have to show up somewhere, right? Yeah. Pick one platform, really decide that this is the platform that you're going to dedicate with building your business. And you can dabble in others, like, but really, like, I think some some people think they need to be everywhere at the beginning. And I'm like, for the first year, if not even two years, get really good at one platform and like hang out there and then figure out where are your other, like, where are they hanging out also on this platform, like your ideal clients, and then hang out there and talk to people, be be a resource for them. Um, I also like teach people how like setting up collaborations, like sometimes just getting in front of somebody else's audience that's also filled with your audience, right? Like Jane has invited me into her community, right? And that has helped me tremendously. And it's like setting up a collaboration and just simply asking, can I do a presentation that can help other moms inside your group? Can I be a resource for them? Can I help them? Like that's a whole other way that you don't have to be constantly putting yourself like on your on your Instagram page or in, inside of a Facebook group. But it could just be like, hey, I do a, a Q&A or a presentation just to help this small community grow. Um, so okay. anyway, like, that's like a, some another simple way for you to easily get on more sales calls is just go inside somebody else's community and be a resource. Right. Or, or you go live on somebody else with yeah. somebody on Instagram, right? And then it shows yeah. everybody who's like, let's say you and I go live together on Instagram, it will show my followers and your followers our content, which is great because Mm -hmm. we're sort of like cross promoting. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's so many people out there that also want to build their Instagram page, right? So it's, it's, and and this is the thing I want you to remember, even if this, like, maybe it's a mom blogger, right? Your mom blogger, your local mom blogger that you've probably been following for a while, you love her, like she might have say 20,000 or 100,000 followers, You'd be surprised. This woman wants to help her community. She wants to help her audience, right, on Instagram. So don't feel like you can't straight up ask them, like, hey, I am a sleep consultant or um, I have, I, you know, I have a presentation that I really think could help your audience. Like, would it would it be okay if we set up a collaboration together where, uh, you know, I maybe just answering Q, a Q&A or most frequently asked questions, whatever that is. A lot of times these people, like, they need, they need people like you, like, and they can't do it all themselves. They need content. They need content. Yeah. yeah. So do not be afraid to just, it, it is guts, right? Guts to say, hey, can I be a resource inside your community? Or can I, can we go do an Instagram live together or whatever that is? Or can you share, can you share a masterclass that I'm going to be hosting? Um, it could be something like that. So I, I said, you'd be surprised the amount of yeses that you would get. But if you don't even ask, you don't even know. So get the guts, ask. And like, like I said, likely, like you'd be surprised. People are excited to have somebody like you in their audience. Where can everybody find you if they want to follow you on Instagram, learn from your reels? Tell us where this audience can find you. 
Yeah. So I hang out on Instagram. So Allison Henderson underscore coach. I also have a podcast called the ambitious, ambitious coach podcast, where I do talk a lot more about like strategy behind Instagram and social media overall. And a lot of the mindset stuff too, right? Because I know a lot, a lot of what stops us from growing the most successful business that we can see for ourselves is the little mindset hiccups. Um, so that's a lot of what I do as well. So um, yeah, so follow me on Instagram. And if you want to check out my podcast, uh, the Ambitious Coach Podcast. Perfect. Thank you, Allison, as always. Yeah. Thank you, Jane. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Becoming a Sleep Consultant podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much to me if you would rate, review, and subscribe. When you rate, review, and subscribe, this helps the podcast reach a greater audience. I am so grateful for your support. If you would like to learn more about how you can become a certified sleep consultant, head over to my Facebook group, Becoming a Sleep Consultant, or to my website, thecpsm.com. Thanks so much, and I hope you will tune in for the next episode.